Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over a hundred casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. Eighteen plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Your home for home team talk. Sports twelve eighty. New Orleans. Comes the one-two pitch to the plate. He struck out the side. Up and down in order, all three punch outs for Jerry Pochet. One of the best to do it at LSU. Hanging up the cleats, calling it a career. Let your native Jared Pochet joins the Chris Gordy Show now. Jared, what's going on, man? Uh, nothing much, man. Uh, thanks for having me on. Absolutely. So, uh, Jared, I mean, obviously you were one of the best to come through LSU in a while. I mean, the the, the career was, was phenomenal at LSU, won 39 games as a Tiger. LSU's all-time pitching wins leader, finished with a 39-13 record. Um, you came back for your senior year. Everybody said, you know, what a what a, a move it was to come back and improved your draft stock. You went to the Oakland A's, uh, dealt with a little injury there. Talk a little bit about what life has been like for you since leaving LSU and why? Uh, what led to your decision that you made here uh, in these last couple of days? Yeah, well, uh, like you said, came back from my senior year. Um, turns out it was probably the best decision I could have ever made. Um, I even felt like that in school. Um, so come back from my senior year, get a chance to, go, to play for a national championship. Um, don't get much better than that, right? And uh, <laughs> end up, you know, Losing in the finals, but um, get drafted, sign uh, my first, uh, call it the short season. I get sent to um, Vermont, and I pitch one time, and I ended up having a little elbow issue. Thought I had to have surgery. Ended up, MRI was negative. I got shut down for the rest of the summer. Um, going into my first full season, which was last year, I was sent to low A. Beloit, Wisconsin. Um, had a good first full year, stayed healthy. Uh, I think I threw around 140 innings. Um, really got my feet wet and, um, you know, got the feel for pro ball. And then the spring training this, this last year, um, you know, had a good, pretty, pretty good camp. Get sent to high A Stockton. And then I start feeling some, some stuff in my shoulder. Uh, some stuff I kind of been dealing with even the year before. Um, it landed me on an IL for two months. Um, came back from the IL. I think I had three outings and um, really didn't do well at all. Had one really. My first one was really well. Really, did really well, and and then my next two were were tough. And you know, it's just one of those things where I feel like every athlete kind of, you know, gets to that point where. You know, maybe it's time to hang it up, you know. And it was definitely a tough decision. Just cause I've been playing baseball since I was probably about four years old. So, <laughs> you know, I didn't know the feeling of, you know, not having baseball anymore. You know, I talked to Coach Maneri, and one thing that he said, it was like he could remember, like, the, one of the first nights that he had, um, once he hung up his playing career, like, 
he was able to like sleep on his arm, sleep in different ways. Because as a baseball player, you know, I try and sleep at least as a pitcher. I try and sleep to where I know my arm will when I wake up in the morning won't hurt. Right. You know, so it's just little things like that where <laughs> I was able to sleep on my left arm, which for the last probably ten years. I had to try to sleep and just have my arm in a comfortable position knowing that when I wake up, it's going to feel good. Yeah. <laughs> One of those things, you know? Yeah. Well, let me ask you, Jared. So what ultimately, I mean, obviously you talked about the injuries and, and not feeling right. Is it just one of those things where, you know, I mean, look, you'd have to go through probably rehab again, maybe get shut down again this year. I mean, did you just look at it and say, look, this is just going to be a long road and, you know, maybe I, I should just pursue something else. Now, I mean, what what ultimately it led you to the decision to say, look, I, I think it's time to hang up the, the cleats? You know, it was one of those things where I wasn't, I wasn't myself anymore. You know, I was, I was the way I was pitching. It was it had turned into completely different from what I've learned my entire life. You know, pitch off the fastball, um, fastball command, and put guys away with off speed, and. I got to the point where I wasn't even, you know, even close to my old self. So I was changing the way I was pitching. It wasn't working. Obviously, I was getting frustrated. Um, the stats were, were, were brutal. Um, stuff like that. And at one, I, I, I remember talking in a meeting, telling our, uh, our pitching coach, I felt like at one point in my career, I was good enough to pitch in the big leagues. And at present moment I, I, I was nowhere near that and you know after talking with my dad and stuff he asked me dude if you feel like you can get back to where you are you know keep keep grinding keep you know keep trying and I honestly that's when you know I kind of started thinking I don't think that my shoulder is going to allow me to get back to where I where I once was where I felt like I could pitch in the big leagues it's amazing, you know, looking at some of the guys. I mean, when I was at LSU in 09, you know, 08, 09, those teams, you know, look back at that championship team in 09 where, you know, Jared Mitchell was a stud, DJ LeMayu, and fast forward a decade later and look where they are now. And DJ, obviously on center stage, basically the favorite for MVP right now, playing for the New York Yankees, just played in the All-Star game. And you look at Jared, and he's actually over in, in Sugarland, Texas now, playing in, in independent ball a guy who, you know, just as highly touted as of an athlete, but has been marred with injuries throughout his career. And he's still battling, trying to find ways to get that sniff and, and get back to the big leagues. And it's it's just amazing. I mean, the, the, this sport more than any will just give and take and, and so many roller coaster journeys throughout it. Um, it, it is crazy that, that injuries, when they pop up, they can really ruin what, what could be, you know, a potentially, uh, you know, big league career. Oh, absolutely. You know, and, and and that day comes for every athlete. You know, no matter no matter the sport, some sooner, some some later. Um, you know, DJ's doing it at the highest level and on the biggest stage. And you know, I I've seen that. I think it was like a thirty for thirty on uh, Jay Mitch. Yeah. Um, he's just grinding. He's he's trying to find his way back. And um, you know, I was telling some other people um, a couple of days ago. I feel like I could have stuck around maybe for another year or two, but you know, let's 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 fast forward two years. I'm still playing baseball. You know, I'm still trying. I'm twenty. I would be twenty six, going on twenty seven at the time. <laughs> and then, you know, now what? I'm in double A or triple A. And yeah, and, and I'm by the, the same, and I'll be coming in the same situation I am now. 
And by the way, you mentioned some of those towns you pitched in, like in in Vermont and Wisconsin and California. What's the attendance like there? I mean, you've pitched at Alec Box Stadium with 10,000 fans watching you. What's the attendance like at some of these minor league ballparks? It's got to be small, right? Yeah. (laughs) A couple of times in Beloit, Wisconsin. So last year it was in Loway. I was able to count them on maybe a couple of hands and a couple of toes. Couple of feet. It was it was barely double digits. I mean, it's got to be a little discouraging, right? Your guy set you know thirty nine career wins at LSU. You're used to sell out crowds, people on their feet. Uh, you know, Chris Giot yelling "Go!" And then you go to these minor league ballparks, and it's like, man, nobody's even watching us. Yeah, yeah, it's, just, it's definitely different. You know, uh, at LSU, we had the best fan base in in baseball. You know, so we always. Even if it was a midweek game, we had a couple thousand people in the stadium and, you know, you get the juices flowing. You know, it's still the same game. You still, you know, pitch on a mound, batter in a box, 60 feet, six inches away. But it definitely helps when you got a couple of thousand people cheering for you, <laughs> you know, opposed to the hitter or whatever, and, or having no one in the stand. It was definitely different. When, when you were a senior at LSU, you threw a no-hitter, the first for LSU since 1979. Uh, Outside of that, because obviously that was a very special moment for you, but outside of that, what, what's what's the one memory that's going to stand out in your mind most from your uh, from your career at LSU? Um, probably the trips to Omaha. Um, probably the if you look at it over the course of the four years, we were a national seed all four years. We had my freshman year, we we snuck in, got the eight seed, and my sophomore and junior year, we were. You know the best two teams, and we were the best team in the country those two years. And then my junior year, we snuck in, we, we snuck into the eight seed or one of those last seeds again. So two of my four years, we were the best team in the country, and the, the other two years, we were still one of the best teams in the country, but we we made a, a run late. But um, so just I guess always being on a great team, having great teammates, winning a lot of ball games, um, those would be. You know that looking. I mean, it still it still doesn't really seem real. I don't know if it really set in yet. <laughs> Give me time to you know think about it. But uh, I, I think it's just winning all those ball games. I don't know the exact number how many games we won. Like what was our record over the four years that I was there? But it was definitely um, just winning. <laughs> you know, when you win, everybody's happy. The fans, you know. The coaches, the players, the clubhouse is fun. Everybody's having a good time. You know that's just that's just kind of how baseball works. You know. Yeah, f- former LSU pitcher uh, Jared Poche announcing yesterday on social media that he's hanging up the cleats, calling it a career. He joins us uh, right now. The, the crazy thing is, Jared. I mean, you had some some roller coaster moments through your years at LSU. I mean, the numbers speak for themselves. You were obviously tremendous, but you had some times where you had to face adversity. And I think back to what the 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 Super Regional against Mississippi State. Not the best outing for you, but Caleb Gilbert comes out and helps pick you guys up. I, I mean, it's just, what a roller coaster ride. I mean, you got to remember not just the good moments, but also the moments you struggled and had to overcome tough times too, right? Oh, absolutely. You know, you can't have the success without the failures. You know, me personally, I feel like I learned more from failure. You know, obviously, it's fun to, to succeed, but you need some failure in there to to humble you, to bring you back down, to help you to learn, help you to grow, and you know, I, I'm I thank God for every every the good and the bad. So, and that's just 
speaking with, with, with Caleb Gilbert coming in and, and picking me up, that, that was my entire career. Um, <laughs> good or bad outing, I had guys behind me, coming in behind me, or playing defense behind me that picked me up no matter what. Um, I kind of remember that, that super regional. So that regional, I don't, I don't, I didn't get the win for the regional or I didn't get the win for the super regional. Kind of going into the postseason, I was like, okay, I'm going to tie it in the regional and break it in the super regional and then, you know, add on in, in Omaha. And <laughs> obviously it didn't work out and ended up tying it and breaking it in Omaha. But that's just kind of um, how it had to be, I guess, you know. Yeah, you just you just wanted to save it for the bigger the bigger stage. That's all you wanted to do. <laughs> uh, so, uh, Jared Poche, join us. What's next, Jared? I mean, you, you mentioned hanging up the cleats, calling it a career. You're coming back home. What what's uh, what's going to be next for you? So I'm home now. Um, I had a I was like I said I was in California. I had a 30 hour drive <laughs> uh, back home. My fiance met me in Arizona, and we made a little uh, trip out of it. Funny <laughs> little a... story. So we were. So like I said, 30 hours, no problems, no traffic in, in, in any of the cities. Uh, across the Louisiana border, I'm about an hour from Lafayette, and I get hit by, like, a rock. Uh, broke my windshield. Oof. I get into, about to get on a bridge in Baton Rouge, stop traffic. I'm like, well, welcome to Louisiana. <laughs> welcome home. Yep. And then now we got we got a hurricane coming get us. <laughs> It doesn't stop, right? I mean, it's it's a whole something. To, I'm happy to be home, though. <laughs> wouldn't, but wouldn't uh, ha- on all serious, I'm, you know, it's time for me to to get into the real world. Um, got a, I've been putting my resume together, um, start to get a job, start making some money, and um, getting married. This I'm getting married in December, so that'll be that'll be nice. Well, that, that, forward to that, and you know everything else. That's awesome, man! Congrats on on that, and congrats on uh, entering the real world. What about coaching? Are you gonna? Would you consider doing coaching or uh, training kids or anything like that? Yeah, um, you know, obviously, I'm keeping my options open. I'm not dead set on anything specific. Um, I was thinking something with sales, uh, something along those lines. But you know, obviously, my options are open to anything, and um, I'm gonna weigh my options out when it comes. Well, if uh, if AD Allen Dunn decides to hang it up anytime soon, I mean, maybe Coach Maneri might need a pitching coach down there. <laughs> AD AD ain't never hanging it up. He's the man. <laughs> what What did you make? I mean, obviously you were you were uh, preoccupied, but did you get to watch much of, of LSU this year? And, and what did you make of? I mean, it was just crazy for being the preseason number one team. And just everything not really going right throughout the season. I mean, you know, times where the pitching staff blew up. I mean, obviously they were they were dealt with a ton of injuries throughout the year, but uh, I mean, at least they have a little promise going forward. A lot of young arms going into next year, but uh, it just the season kind of went sideways for them this year. Yeah, I was able to watch a couple of the games. Um, yeah, I mean, baseball's a tough game. Um, it takes a lot of luck to to have a great team and to actually fulfill those high expectations, you know, number one preseason, that's, that's, that's pretty extraordinary. But, you know, they were, they were, they were injury prone this year. They had a lot of bad luck with that. They got a lot of talented arms, uh, just got hurt. You know, that happens. A lot of position players got hurt. A lot of pressure got put unwanted, unneeded pressure got put on players that, you know, maybe weren't expected to do that. And that's just how the game works. 
a lot of guys stepped up. Those guys, I was, I definitely watched those games and the SEC tournament. Those games are fun to watch. Those guys played their hearts out, came out swinging, came out throwing fire, and um, it was a lot of fun to watch. Well, I mean, the the thing is, too, Jared, I mean, you know, high recruit or not, you know, you were a kid who pitched, you pitched on the big level at Lutcher. I mean, you guys won uh, the Class 4A state championship in 2013. You had pitched in, in a lot of big games. And so you came in as a freshman, and, I mean, you looked at, at ease. The 9-3 and record, a 245 ERA, uh, you know, base, collegiate baseball named you freshman All-American in 2014. Like, uh you you didn't the pressure didn't get to you, but some of these guys it does. It you know even being the big wig at your college and you're a you know a top recruit and all this. Some sometimes once you get to, out of high school to college, the big stage the big moment kind of gets to some of these guys. Yeah, for, I mean, for me personally, I was I was fortunate to step on campus and start pitching early. Um, I had I had a lot of older guys that that helped me out. One being Aaron Nola. Obviously, we all know. And love him. Um, he was a junior at the time. He showed me the ropes. He showed me how to work hard. And just being able to watch him, I learned so much from him. Uh, Tyler Moore was a catcher that year. He was, you know, a junior from Baton Rouge. Um, good dude. Taught me a lot. Um, Kate Vic. I, we had, so we had a lot of guys, upperclassmen that, you know, I developed relationships with and learned from. And they kind of taught me the ropes early. And, um, like I said, it still it still took a lot of luck for me. Stayed healthy, um, you know, right guy in the right spot. I guess um, some injuries I think happened that year to allow me, you know, early on, and you know, just took my opportunity and ran with it. Um, that's just kind of how to, I guess that's kind of the type of baseball player I, I always was. Just all I need is an opportunity, and I go out there and um, you know, give it everything I have. And now you're back home, and you got to worry about the Mississippi River overflowing. How about that? Let's <laughs> <laughs> hope not. Yeah, right. Uh, Jared Poche, one of the best to ever do it at LSU. 39 games as a Tiger, uh, LSU's all-time uh, pitching wins leader. A-, a heck of a college career, and uh, gave it a go in the, in the majors. And you know, look, sometimes injuries and things like that uh, happen, and. You know, you wake up one day, you say, I think it's time to move on. That happened to Jared this week. And, uh, Jared, wish you the best of luck, man. Thanks so much for coming on with us. Uh, congrats on the upcoming wedding. And uh, yep. here's here's hoping the best for you, man. I appreciate that. Thank you, man. Awesome. Really appreciate the time. Jared Poche there joining us here on the uh, Chris Gordy Show Sports 12. A new year full of surprises. But one thing is always predictable. Postage costs go up. Stamps.com gives you crazy discounts of up to 89% off USPS and UPS services. So when postage goes up, your business will barely notice the change. Stamps.com is like your own personal post office, wherever you are. You can even take orders on the go with the mobile app. No lines, no traffic, no waiting. Schedule package pickups, automatically find the cheapest and fastest shipping options, and seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. There's even a supply store where you can stock up on mailing supplies, labels, even printers. Stamps.com has been indispensable for over 1 million businesses just like yours. All you need is a computer or phone and printer. Take a chunk out of your mailing and shipping costs this year with Stamps.com. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a special offer that includes a four-week trial, plus free postage, and free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM.